What's up, Raider Nation? Uh, this is episode 9 of the Snap Podcast. Uh, I was a little late on a production, uh, but I wanted uh, I wanted to release this. Uh, the the uh, the recordings are before the Stony Brook game, uh, so sorry for the lateness there. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, two great interviews, and I would like to introduce a new segment called uh, Stroll Down Jersey Lane with two, two, two now recurring guests, Josh Schott and Will Anderson. They give... Uh, we just uh, catch up about the BC game, uh, talk about NFL, uh, college football, just life in general, and then and then we also preview the player interview with Garrett Oakey. Uh, Garrett is a true senior uh, receiver from Hinsdale, Illinois. Uh, we talk about his family, uh, uh, the Hinsdale, the Hinsdale Central High School connection to Colgate and the pipeline, as he calls it. Uh, we talk about uh, his career here, and then. And then and then his life after Colgate and then and then and then the rapid fire questions we get we get some cool answers from unique unique answers and and yeah we love it uh, uh, so thank you and go Gate and here stroll down Jersey Lane with uh, Joshua Zott and William Anderson thank you okay Raider Nation uh, this week uh, we'll be introducing. Um, a new segment with two two now recurring guests. Um, it is called Stroll Down Jersey Lane with <laughs> with our very own Will Anderson and Josh Zott. Fellas, fellas, you're now a recurring guest. You'll probably be on every single week just to talk shop. So what's up? You know, I gotta say it feels good to be the uh, the first recurring guest in uh in the podcast history. You know, after that after that first episode, we really knew we had something special here. You know, it's uh, you know, we're 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 just absolutely honored to be back on the on on the pod, man. I feel like right now, it's an honor, not a right, to be a recurring guest on the snap. And you know, I, I don't take this for granted. I think a lot of people come in every day and they expect things, and me and Will don't. We go out there, we perform, and this is the kind of results you get when you have this kind of attitude and this kind of charisma. The rent is due every day, and you know, we're we're here to pay it every week. Yes. Uh, yeah, fellas. Uh, we just we just played a great game. It was it was a tough game, obviously, but Boston College is a very good team. So describe describe your experience playing that, and and then, uh, Wendy, I know you had some injury issues going into that game. And <laughs> well, let's like, you know, let's 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 get to the kid who actually really got got yeah. a lot of snaps of that game. He has he has a lot more experience Zod? on the topic. Um, Boston College was a great experience. Uh, the crowd was was hyped. The student section was great. Um, I was proud of the way our team battled. I think we showed a lot of toughness. I think it was seven nothing at the end of the first quarter, and then uh, twenty six nothing at the halftime. I think the offense um, left some left some plays out on the field, and uh, getting shut out never feels good. And uh, next week, I know we uh, have some things to build on, and uh, we'll we'll be better next week. And I'm I'm excited for the rest of the season. Yeah, you know, it just it just took that chip on our shoulder, and it, it grew it because you know. We showed up to that game. Our whole mentality was, you know, we're not going to blink. We're going to stare him down. We're going to stare him right in the face. And, you know, we did it. We stood toe-to-toe with them. You know, the outcome wasn't the way we wanted. But anyone watching the game at home, you, you, you look at that first quarter and you say, we belong. And uh, it, felt, it felt really good. It felt really great. A lot of stuff to build on. Um, obviously, you know, no one, no one likes to, to have the result go the way it did. And we're all pretty pissed about it. But... Uh, you know, as Coach preaches, you know, we, we, we looked it over, watched the film, learned what we can learn, and we're on to Stony Brook this week. And, uh, boy, are we excited because we, this is this is the week that we think we can turn turn the ship right back around. Mm-hmm. Home opener. Um, proud of the way the defense played against Boston College. They got 
a bunch of stops against them, and they really battled. So I think uh, there was definitely a lot of key points to, to show some positives for the rest of the season. Okay, and uh, and then and then what's the outlook for the Sea Wolves? Is there any recommendations? No, uh, when we look at them, they definitely the Sea Wolves are an athletic team across the board, uh, for sure. But, you know, what, what we think we can really take advantage of is at times they seem slightly undisciplined on defense and special teams and stuff like that. Um, you know, we, we think that we can definitely have some stuff in the book uh, to gas them, quite frankly, and uh, we're hoping we can do that. And, you know, we're, we're, just, we're taking it day by day. We had a great day of practice today um, on Tuesday on the day of this recording. We were definitely getting after it another day. Tuesday, bruise day, full pads, love it. Uh, best, best type of football is when you're just going against yourself. And so... You know, today was great. Tomorrow's going to be another great day, and it's all about preparation. You know, like I said, the runs do every day. We're going to put in that work, and we're going to see where it takes us. Are they in Long Island or Staten Island? One of the, Island. One of the gross Island. islands. Long Island. Long Island. Staten Island's Wagner. Staten Island's Wagner. Oh, yeah, that's... Okay. They don't. They don't want to come up here to, to the Curdome. That's all we know. Uh, they're the not. Seawolf. They're not ready for the Curdome. Yeah. We're gonna have <laughs> fans. Fans in the Curdome for the first time in in two years. I know the place will be bumping. I know. I know the fans will be rocking. The place is gonna be jumping. You know, we're excited. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay, fellas. So let's get let's go to another section of football. Let's talk about um. Um. Uh, let's talk about the NFL. Go what Birds, baby. What are outlooks for this? Go let's, Birds. Start with Zot with the okay. So J-E-T-S. my my New York Jets are I think they're away at the Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. week one. Um, to be honest, I'm very excited about the season every year. You know, it's great to start out zero and zero uh, and feel like your team has a chance to make the playoffs. So do they have a chance to make the playoffs? The, I mean, are we, the last it? couple of years being a New York Jets fan, sometimes the best part of the year is the beginning of the year because the record is zero and zero. Is Zach Wilson that guy? I, Zach Wilson is that guy. Um, the only problem with week one is we're going down, The they are going down and playing Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson, two former Jets. Revenge Ooh. game. It is revenge a revenge game. game. Huge revenge game. Uh, you can't sleep on that, no. so I'm a little worried about that. I'm a little worried about the revenge game action. Um, but I think it's going to be an exciting year. New coach. Uh, what do we, do what like do we think of the new coach? Do you like coach? Robert Suave's I do not know him personally, but I think he's done a great job being a uh, coach so far. I think the players really like him, and they've done a good job bringing in a lot of new talent. Um, I think that the team has definitely improved from last year, so I'm excited to see what they can do. Yeah, I mean, go Birds, go Birds, go Birds. I mean, what can I say? I think we're Super Bowl favorites again every year like we should be. Um, I don't. I don't think you're. You know, division, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think you're division no, no, no. favorites. You know, we're we all we got is all we need, man. You know, I'm I'm excited. You know, we travel. Uh, I think I catch I'm not sure if we're at, at home or away, but we got the uh, the Dirty Birds, Falcons. You know, I know uh, Shiva is uh, rooting hard for the Falcons. I can't wait to see his face Monday morning when we beat him, like we always do. And you know, I'm excited. You know, I think that we have a legitimate shot of being the best team in the league. So, you know, Jalen Hurts, Devonta Adams, Jalen Rager, I'm all in. You know, we've had some problems, but I'm absolutely all in. Okay, so then for the both of you, what what one player on on your respective teams, would you say that's going to have like a breakout? Jalen Hurts. Nobody sees coming. Jalen Hurts might be, might be. Explain. Well, you know, quite simply, he's a winner. You know, anywhere he's gone, he's won. You know, Alabama, Oklahoma, you know, whatever you want to call it. You know, I'm a huge Carson Wentz guy through and through. He was my dog. He was my guy. Have his back through anything. Do you still have Carson's jersey? Yes, and, I, and it's hung up in my room still. Helped us win a Super Bowl. No one gives him enough credit. 
you know, a huge Nick Foles guy to, you know, greatest backup quarterback of all time. But people forget that Carson Wentz. Nate Sudfeld guy as well. Car- yes, Nate, you know, <laughs> Nate Sudfeld. We were watching that game you know, together. He's, he's, you know, Nate Sudfeld you know, will forever have. It wasn't even Nate Sudfeld. I can't remember who, who, who it was. It was Nate. Uh, yeah. I don't think it was Nate Sutfield. Uh, Josh McCown? Yes, yes. Josh McCown will forever have a place in my heart as our third-string quarterback. Stepped in, tore his hamstring, didn't care, kept playing. Did you know Did you know that during the season, he was when he was playing for the Eagles, he was an offensive coordinator for a high school in, I think, North Carolina? Well, the dude does it all at the end of the day. He'd fly you know, back He's a great football forth. mind. Oh, yeah. That's a crazy story. Yeah. Former we're, Jet, Josh McCown. Yeah, yes. Was, no, great player. You know, the Eagles like to poach old Jets. You know, I love it. It's that same grit, you know, the same Jersey, Northeast, just like grit, dirtiness. I love it. Can't get enough of it. And, and you know, I think the head coach of the Eagles? Nick Sirianni. You know, I, I, I had some questions about him at Buys first. Up. Had, had a question Buys about up. him at first. You know, I Buys thought up. we brought him in just to keep Carson Wentz happy. Then we traded Carson Wentz. And, you know, I, I, wish, I wish Carson nothing but the best. I think that he might be the best quarterback in the NFL this year. Um, you know, he's, he's just, he's that guy. I think once he's healthy, he's going to prove that he's that guy. You know, going back to my point, he brought us to an 11-1 season, and without without him doing that, you know, Nick Foles doesn't even get that chance to run the Philly Philly and get get inducted into football lore for the rest of eternity. So, you know, at the end of the day, Carson Wentz, we owe, we owe the, the city owes Carson Wentz a great debt of gratitude that I don't feel many people give him. So, yes, I still have his jersey. It's still hung up. I'm still a Carson guy through and through. But Jalen Hurts, my oh my, is he a winner? Is he just, is he the king of just getting things done, putting putting up points, putting up what you need from him? Great leader, you know, walks around the, the, the locker room and training room and everything, team room, just quizzing his wide receivers on plays. You know, I think he's got certain Grant Brennerman uh, qualities, and I think he's going to be really is good. Is that a true story? Yes, look it up. He walks around and quizzes. Quizzes wide receivers. Okay. Gives, gives him pop quizzes. All right. It's kind of like what I do to Max, you know. Ask him what 50 is every day. <laughs> you know, you never know. I hope he knows what 50 is. You know, he's our best player, so. He's a good player. Good um, player. Great, um, great what player. about you, Zod? Who would you say is a, bro- or a potential breakout star for the... Corey Davis, mm-hmm. not a lot of people know, is now a New York Jet. Former top five pick, I believe. Uh, uh, at least top ten. Might he, he, he may <laughs> have been late, though. He was Western Michigan. Right? Western Michigan. I think he was like 14. Shout out Coach Bash. I don't know if he had any experience at... Western Michigan, but I think he's a Michigan guy, so he may have been there. Pick five. I take that back. Yes. I um, apologize, Joshua. The only concern I have with the New York Jets right now is they look great in preseason, and a lot of times teams that look great in preseason, for whatever reason, struggle in the regular season. Exactly, and you know, the Eagles lost 35 nothing to the Patriots in preseason. That's why I think we're going to win the Super Bowl. It works that way. But watch out for Corey Davis. Pick him up on uh, waivers on your fantasy team if you have if he's still available. It's probably not because he's a great player. So was that tight end from the Jets last year? He was a great player too. He's no longer on the team. Oh, crazy! What was his name? I told I told Wandy last year to draft Chris Herndon because he was going to have a great connection. with <laughs> See, him. he was Sammy's best friend. Then I, the kids go ahead and drop zero for me every single <laughs> week, and I dropped him within the first five weeks of the season. Absolute bust. Love the guy. Um. Uh, yes, am I allowed to go? Am I allowed to name my No, I, I talked yeah, to Dylan. Yeah. What is your favorite NFL team? We I know, know what it team. is. No, we know what it is, but for the viewers out there. Um, I, 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 I think I've been a Steelers fan my entire life. The rusty City. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, the rustiest yes, of cities. As their, own, as their own favorite Cody likes to say. 
But um, yeah. Where's the shout, out, shout out Cody. We've had season. Shout out, shout out the best trainer in the entire mm-hmm. world, Cody Herbert. Uh, we've had season tickets my almost my whole life, and uh, I'm a diehard diehard Steelers fan. Jesse James caught that ball. Thank you. What's that jersey you have? Um, Eric Eber. Or, oh, um, uh, James Ferrier Pro Bowl. James Ferrier Pro Bowl jersey. Talking like walking around UVA with who? it. Signed, absolute elite jersey. One of the best on the team. Kid flaunts it. I've worn it twice. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It's a very flashy uh, jersey. It is really jersey. It's a very flashy uh, yes, jersey. Yes, thank you. So, uh, breakout star this year, Pat Fryermuth. Pat Who? Fryermuth. Penn State. Uh, Penn tight State. End. Penn State tight end. He went, he played with Rosie in high school. He's <laughs> Also in, a great player. Mm-hmm. Shout out Owen Rosenberg. Shout, shout out Owen Rosenberg. He's a friend of the podcast. Uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. We got the Bills. We got a tough, tough week one game, but I think I think we can get the job done, breaking tables and shit. But uh, <laughs> are you oh. are, are you at Buffalo? Yes. Oh, that's Ooh. not easy. Yeah, that's I, not easy. I know, I know, I know. But that, yeah, that's Bills Mafia, man. You know, that's that's it reminds me of the the uh, the Colgate Crazies. You know, the Raider fans. <laughs> yeah, I really. Exactly. I feel like I think there's a lot of similarities there. Exactly. Um, okay, so so then so then do you guys watch? Do you guys watch? Um, College football then? Oh yes. Okay, so what did you guys think of week one? Do you think so what do my, you think what do you think what do you think of like my like biggest takeaway is the, the, the Florida State quarterback is an absolute freak. Yes, Mackenzie um, Milton. He's he no 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 well no I wasn't talking about Mackenzie Milton, uh, I was talking about Jordan the, Travis. Yes. He was an absolute freak. Um the Mackenzie Milton story is making something that you, you tear up over, you know, it's it's an absolute incredible story. I thought that was one of the greatest parts of week one. You know, whenever a guy goes through something like that and, uh, and is able to come back to the field and Alex Smith esque, you know it's absolutely amazing to watch. You know I was I was so happy for him. Uh, you know we we kind of had our own college football going on, so I didn't watch too much this weekend. Uh-huh, yeah. I caught the end of the Clemson uh, Clemson game. You know that was what's that your was, outlook of DJ? Oh uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce his last name. He's a good player. At the end of the day, there's no there's no debating that. Uh, what really shocked me and what I want to bring up about college football is uh, Notre Dame's head coach, uh, Mr. Kelly. Co- coach Kelly, uh, with an all-time line <laughs> that he should just execute his entire team. And, you know, I, I think when you're a guy like that, you know, it's it's kind of tough to make those kind of jokes because you're not known as a funny guy. So when you try and, not known as a When you try and be a funny guy, it normally doesn't come off well. You know, I, I can't lie. He doesn't have an open-door policy with his players, you know. There is some... there there The rumor mill is that he's not the most liked individual on the planet and so to kind of come out with a, a uh, execution joke uh you know it didn't land that well so i i understand it um usc ucla um dtr is the real deal lsu and uh they played great against them beat them pretty good that was impressive to me. QB's um, good, DTR. Yeah, DTR is, really I think, a four-year starter there. Yeah. Uh, Chip Kelly seems to have it going. Hopefully they have a good year. Uh, I'm a Coach O guy, so hopefully they, Go can, they can rebound and get some SEC wins. Um, Alabama, you know, they are what they are. I think they're going to be <laughs> that team again this year. Would you, say, would you say if the Heisman were to be named right now that it would be Bryce Young? Yes. I mean, at the end I of the day, you can't, you can't argue with production. Yeah, he had a good day, a great day. Yeah, um, well, I think... Who's your too early to, to predict national champion and playoffs? National champion and playoffs? Yes, I want to I wanna, I wanna hear I mean, from the Tucker I, I I like Clemson. I, I just spilled he, my water everywhere. It's okay. Um, yeah, so um, 
I think I think it I don't see Notre Dame because because their schedule is a little kind of um erratic. They I I think they play the Glass City Toledo Rockets this weekend, which oh. is too impressive. But uh, shout out Glass City. I could see I could see um um Alabama. What is the Glass City? It's Glass City. It's Toledo. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Toledo. The, the Glass, Glass Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, the I I've I, I no the Glass the stadium. The stadium is called the Glass Bowl. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Not yeah, on the Kodak. but um I would say in no order: Alabama, Georgia, Clemson. Clemson will and, work their way back. And Ohio State. If I may, you know, the BC Stadium, it was absolutely beautiful. I mean, it was. It was an experience of a lifetime. Packed, packed student section. I mean, I think, I think they have a chance of winning the ACC. If Clemson, if uh. Clemson, if, if, I think, I I think if Clemson like starts to downgrade and then and then we we'll saw see. UNC Friday night didn't they definitely had some absolute freaks that number four would be playing on Sundays yeah um they have they have some unbelievable talent but that stadium was great and all but, you know I gotta say game day at the Curdome versus game day down in uh, down in Boston I think I gotta take Hamilton yeah you know I think I think the atmosphere down there was a little too much oh we're just drunk college kids getting after it you know you, you come up here it's family. At the end of the day, it's a, I, it's a family I, atmosphere. I cannot wait to hear Mr. Oki screaming. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Let's go! It is going wait. to be electric. If you don't have tickets, get tickets and get your butt to this game. It is going to be unbelievable. First game back in the current home in, in too long. Yes, exactly. We've been way away too long. too long. We haven't had a home yeah. game. We've been exactly. away too yeah. long. The too endless long. preseason has finally come to exactly. an end. We got three in a row, too. Yeah, that's nice. That's can't nice. wait. It's going to be nice. Can't well, wait. We got four straight on the road, but... Uh, Don't worry about that. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> speaking, speaking, speaking of the Okies, oh. um, uh, the guests, the guests that we will have right on after this, Garrett, uh, will be Oki. Garrett Oki. And um, um, if you guys, if you guys could talk to him, Zod, um, I'm what can you say second. about I'm, I'm, six? I'm going to save you second because because you have a little <laughs> closer relationship with him being a receiver. You know, what about I- you, I- Illinois legend. You know, I mean, what can you say about the guy? You know, maybe, maybe, maybe the uh, the uh, swaggiest dude in the in the entire program, you know, can beat anybody one on one I've ever seen. Uncoverable wide receiver, uh, dude. Dude knows he's good. He likes to let you know that he's good. You know, he's a heck of a heck of a friend. You know, super fun guy, super nice guy. Uh, you know, he he has he has a great girlfriend. You know, they spend a lot of time together. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know they're 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 great. You know they're they're absolutely great together. I think they're gonna get married. And uh, shout out shout out Hannah Pinkus. And you know I just you know I I absolutely love the kid. You know I think I think uh, six is a six is a heck of a player, heck of a dude. And, you know you're absolutely honored to have him on the podcast. And I'm I'm sure he's gonna be he's gonna be an electric factory. Yes. Uh, Garrett Oak is a great guy, uh, great teammate, great person. First, and uh, he's an unbelievable football player. Makes a lot of big plays for us on Saturday. I think he's led the team in receiving for two straight years. Uh, he's a great wideout. He's to got have. pretty good hands. Uh, yeah, makes all the big plays. Um, one of the most fun guys I know. Just a great guy to lace up the cleats with on Saturdays, and uh, I'm sure he'll be a great guest on the podcast for you. Yeah. Um, okay, fellas. Well, our first our first segment was. Was a success. Thank oh, absolutely, you. man. We're you doing know. this every week, right? Yes. No, yes. whenever. You, yes. you know, you know yes. where to find us, room 201 of, <laughs> of the uh, hallowed grounds of Delta Epsilon. You know, we're in here just watching film all day <laughs> after whenever. We're, we're, we're either doing homework or breaking down film. 
And so uh, you know where to find us. You know, I'm, I'm, we're happy we can always fit some fit some time of uh, fit some Tucker Dunn into our schedule. Man, it can never exactly. have enough. Exactly. Well, thank you, fellas. And now, now we have Garrett Oakey. Okay, Raider Nation. Uh, here on episode nine of the Snap Podcast, uh, we have our player interview uh, with senior uh, wide receiver from from Hinsdale, Illinois, Garrett Oakey. Garrett, thanks for coming on, man. Hey there, talk. Thanks for having me. No worries. Um, okay, so uh, uh, now we're headed in, heading into our first home game at the Kerr Dome in about a year and a half. And uh, and and then, how excited are you for the game to be back with all the fans there? And then and then to play Stony Brook. I can't wait. There's nothing like playing in the Kerr Dome, you know. The energy. You gotta love it. Yeah. The people, exactly. the atmosphere doesn't get much better. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, so now uh, we we have transitioned. You have you've had had two new coaches under your belt now, or or this year your receivers coach Coach Horn, and then uh, head coach um, Coach Costi. So let's start off with Coach Horn. How is he as a coach, and and then and then how is he different from Coach Bash, and then and then obviously you you have a great relationship with Coach Bash, but how is he different from? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. So Coach Horn, he uh, he used to play college football he's really good all american at a d2 school for a couple of years ran a 4 3 40 a 10 400 and like a 26 200 which is yeah. he was fourth fastest in the country yeah. like crazy athlete great receiver knows knows what he's talking about very uh very fit for the job and i mean i've learned a lot of great tools a lot of great things from just having him in in the room for only three weeks now, I feel like I've become a lot more knowledgeable as a receiver, and and it's made me a better player. And I'm excited to see what the future holds for him and for the receiver room here at Colgate. Um, and then and then how is how is the transition with Coach Bash being the OC now? How's how's your relationship different from him as not being like in the meeting room with him every single day? Uh, it just gets more comical, mm-hmm. you know. Whenever I see him, it's just always always jokes, and then. You know, we get to business eventually, but, you know, he's he's a good dude. I love him, and he'll always hold a special place in my heart. I'm glad he's OC now. He's he's a real smart football guy, loves Madden, you know, knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that he's going to do a great job as OC for us. Okay. And then you uh, uh, alluded it to, to it earlier. Talk about uh, Coach Costi as being the head coach and everything. Yeah, so when I was a freshman, I uh, – I was a scout team player for us, and he was the DB coach. So me and him kind of built a little bit of a relationship my freshman year, shot the shit around, friendly guy, like got to know him. And ever since he become head coach, that relationship's really grown. And, you know, I got a lot of respect for the guy. He's got a really intense and he got a really good grasp of the team and, and knows what gets the guys going. And I think that he's going to do a great job here as a, as a head coach. Okay, and then um, uh, we talked about it earlier with Coach Horn, and then and then the receiver room. So talk about talk about the receiver room in general as a group, but then but then the specific players. Yeah, I mean the whole room. We got we got a bunch of fucking dogs. You know we got Miles Bradley, shifty, great hands, great player all around. Like absolute stud. Gonna love to see what he he has to do here in the future. We got Zot, big tall guy, lengthy, makes plays. Hard work ethic, big hitter. We got CK. He's tall too, but he got a little wiggle to him. 
also mm-hmm. also a playmaker and we got a speedy little boost you know that that kid will run circles around you make your head spin <laughs> and then we got a mule he's he's the smartest kid in the room he he knows the plays better than bash he just understands concepts and defenses and he'll be teaching out there he's like he's like the second second wide receiver coach behind horn okay. doesn't get paid either yeah free coach gotta take it exactly. and then the young guys we got JR. He's a great dude out of a great Midwest. Love him. Jake Spencer, big time playmaker. Super talented guy. He's going to be huge in the next couple of years. And at Womp, you know, hometown guy, close to Hamilton, skinny Atlas, born and bred. He's, he's a Raider through and through. So I think, I think the receiver room is going to be, going to be set for the, for the next upcoming yeah. years. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, I think I think it's our it's it's our biggest position in terms of depth and everything. We have a lot of guys that can that can play yeah. and yeah. and then and then make plays, get the job done, and everything. But yeah, uh, let's talk about let's talk about how you got to Colgate, or let's talk about well, let's talk about instead how so your freshman year you guys had I think six or seven senior receivers, right? Yeah, and then real. and then about three or four juniors, and then or yeah, th- three juniors, and then. And then uh, a couple of sophomores. Yeah, a couple of sophomores. And, and then me and Emil right? came yeah. in. So, what was that experience like to learn? Obviously, you didn't play. I don't think at all, right? Yeah, I just played some then garbage you, time. Yeah, and that was but then it. you learned. But then you learned. So to talk to talk about that your freshman year, and then we'll talk about the transition to your next year. Yeah, it was when I was coming in, we had Thomas Ives, Owen Biscaglia, and Owen Rocket, who who had been three year starters, all of them. Just great dudes and great football players. They knew the playbook like it was nothing. You know, Thomas, he was always one step ahead, and he really took me under my under his wing when when I got here and taught me stuff, helped me learn the plays. Skaggs was my locker mate. <laughs> we had some we had some good times. Love him. See him every once in a while back home, uh, and. I mean, I just took a lot of their stuff and watched them and how they played and just took little pieces from everybody and tried to morph it into my game so I could become the best player possible. Yeah. And I think uh, I think that worked well. Yeah, so then so then you, you went into your sophomore year and then and then you were kind of thrown into the starting position. You knew you were going to start and everything, but and then and then you led the team in receiving your sophomore year and then and then the COVID year last year. So what was that? What was that transition like to not, to learning learning the game, learning learning how the program functioned and everything, and then and then becoming a great receiver? What what was that like? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Going into my sophomore year, we had nobody on the roster that had a reception in a game, so it was clean slate. And when I heard that, you know, I was just working that that whole spring summer. I knew that I wanted to make an impact on the field, study the plays hard, um, and just went out there and, and try to do my thing. And, you know, playing that position is, is a great spot. You get to catch a lot of balls. You got a lot of opportunities to make plays. And, I, you know, you just got to seize the moment. Exactly. Just try to go out there and, and do what the coaches had put in you. And, and you know, you just play ball. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so you mentioned, you mentioned, um, 
a friend of the program, Thomas Ives. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you obviously went to the same high school as him. You were three years younger than him, but uh, how did he kind of play in play into your role? And I know you guys are great friends. And 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 then, like, how did he play into like you c- coming to Colgate and then and then him just being being a good mentor and a friend? <laughs> it's actually funny because when I heard that he was committed to Colgate, I was a freshman in high school and. I ran into him in the training room. I think it was basketball season coming in. He's like, yeah, you know, just committed to play play football at Colgate University. <laughs> I think I laughed in his face. I was like, you're going to play for a toothpaste brand. Like, have fun. And little did I know that I was going to end up in the same shoes that he was at the same exact place and really made me eat my words. But, you know, I, I love, I see why he chose this school. I love everything about it. Wouldn't change a thing. Um, he really helped me just transition, be comfortable here, you know, learned a lot from him. Um, I wouldn't trade anything for the world for for having him, you know, lead me and show me the way. Him and Max, too. Mm-hmm. Max oh, yeah, Hartsman. Max. We'll, we'll talk about that. And then yeah. and then obviously we have we have that Hinsdale connection, I think. It's a pipeline. Yeah, it is. I don't even, it, it, I don't even feel special is. anymore. Exactly, Talk. yeah, exactly. And then uh, I think it's five five out of the last six or seven recruiting classes there's been there's been a Hinsdale guy let's talk about like your relationship with all, with, with all the Hinsdale guys and like why do you think so many guys from from your high school have come here to play football I think I think that they all have seen people come through here from our school and they've seen us be successful win rings uh, compete at the highest level and, and they just want a piece of it and I think I joke with Bash I say I say, you don't recruit Illinois. My, my parents recruit Illinois. <laughs> they get the kids from Hinsdale and get them interested and, and look at all the players and everything, and then they get Bash to scout and report. Mm-hmm, yeah. So they make his job easy, and, and they just I think they like the players that come out of Hinsdale, and, you know, it's a gritty place. Um, a lot of good players come out of there, and I was just lucky to be raised there and, and be given this opportunity. Um, but... Yeah, they do love Hinsdale. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, uh, so then you talk about you talk about your family and everything. You, you have you have a very supportive family. I think I think they've come to every single game almost since I've been here. They live and for every, yeah. live for the tailgating scene uh-huh. and the games. Uh, so talk about talk about your family and like and like how they supported you, especially your parents. Yeah, they. Ever since I was young, they've just wanted me to to be great at whatever I did, and they helped me find work and get trainers and you know try to help me elevate my game and I love them and I'd give the world for them and I I can't I can't say thank you enough to to what they've done for me and you know having them out there and seeing them in the stands every Saturday really helps helps to drive me to play better and you know after the game being able to talk about the game and how it went with them and it just means a lot you know they're the best yeah, and then uh, also we talked about the team earlier, but um, uh, what's your outlook on the season and and then the team? What do you think? What do you think we can do as a team? Shit, this whole camp. I mean, since the beginning, I felt that feeling of family again. Mm-hmm. The past two years haven't been the best, and I feel like partially that was because people weren't bought into to the system, to the brotherhood, and. I think Dikasi's done a really good job of bringing us together. And yeah, he has, 1,000%, yes. Yeah, it feels like a family again. And, you know, you got a brother right next to you. You're going to 
give everything you got for that for that dude. Blood, sweat, and tears, whatever it takes. And I think because of that, we got a real good shot to make a deep run and be real successful this year. And I cannot wait to see mm-hmm. what this team has to yeah. offer. Exactly. Um, and then, uh, so we, uh, so before we go to the last segment, what what's your or or what are your plans? What are your plans for after your senior year? You come back for fifth year, and then and then what are your plans for after college? After college, I'm thinking about maybe trying to to get like a practice squad spot somewhere mm-hmm. maybe if that's an option i've seen how ti's living he's living like a king i mean that that's a good business to go into but it's tough real real tough um i'm thinking about law school maybe i could be a little yeah. you know, yeah. i like to argue yeah. a little bit you know be. so maybe law school um but wherever wherever it takes me you know mm-hmm. i got i'm an open book talk open book so then do you plan do you plan on coming back for a fifth year then i do i do plan on coming back right now i'm i'm looking forward to it okay great uh, we'll have we'll have russia hopefully saucing that yeah, rock yeah, around exactly, a little bit yeah. another hinsdale yeah. hinsdale do it uh yeah so uh now uh, now we're going to the snap rapid fire questions i'm asking you five questions and then and then and then you give me the answer so all right let's so, go so then what's your greatest memory at Colgate my greatest memory at Colgate would have to be after we beat JMU okay me and Sean yeah yeah, we weren't playing but we were sitting in the stands they didn't even dress us Uh which was fine by me because I got to really soak it in we had the fan section behind the JMU bench Uh and it had just shat down snow like a foot and a half and they were over there building snowballs, throwing them at the uh-huh. players, chucking them at the head coach, just getting in their heads about it, and, and that was hilarious. Me and Sean were, I'm not gonna lie to you, we were a little, we were a little buzzed, you know. <laughs> yeah. we, we had a couple of alcoholic beverages, um, sitting right at the front, right when Puzzy hit that field goal, we jumped the fence. The security was trying to hold us back. We just rushed the field, just went up to the guys, you know, crazy, going nuts. And, and that was just super special. And that night, came back here, you know, had a fun party, all yeah, that. Exactly. It was it just felt like we were we were on top of the world, and it was it was really special. Okay. Uh, and then your favorite movie, Garrett? My favorite movie's got to be Dark Knight. Okay. You know, Heath Ledger gave his yeah. gave his life for that role, yeah. and he and he killed it. Was that the one that was filmed in Pittsburgh? Or no, it was Dark Knight Rises. I think Chicago was. Okay, uh, it was Chicago. Who was it? Hunter Hunter Del Paris's dad. Oh really? He did like the propane oh, for the explosions oh, of the of the movie. I got I got the Joker on my wall in there. Oh, really? nice. That's my guy. I, I love. And then uh, your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show, Friday Night Lights. Okay. Tim Riggins. Okay. I I I've not watched that. I have to watch it. You're missing out. I'm telling you, Lila Garrity. Uh, She's a force to be reckoned with. When I was younger, I wanted to be Tim Riggins. That, that was like my role model. Uh, <laughs> it's not the best role model. No. Uh, and then your favorite meal, like the last meal you'd have before you die. Last meal before I die. You know, you know Gibson's restaurant? Is that the steakhouse? Steakhouse. Yeah, I've heard about it, yeah. They got this big 52-ounce T-bone steak. <laughs> you know, you got your... Your New York strip on one side, and you got this big fillet, and they, 
they crusted in blue cheese. So I have that. And they got big sides. I get mashed potatoes loaded, cheddar cheese, sour cream, bacon, you know, all the works. And for dessert, for dessert, we got to go with. Dessert. For dessert, I want a whole cherry pie and a tub of vanilla Briar's ice cream. Nice. No, I'm a house of all risk. of it. Yeah, you probably would. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna throw up, and I'm gonna keep eating. Yeah, exactly, you know, that's yeah. all going down uh, for sure. Uh, and then uh, last question, um, uh, probably my favorite. Uh, one person uh, does not be celebrity, dead or alive. You could take the dinner and why? <laughs> Blake Lively. Who, who's that? From, uh, let me think, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? I've, I've heard of that. I got all girl cousins, so I like yeah. saw all the chick flicks, like Pretty Little Liar, she's uh, in that okay, too. Yeah. She's just an incredibly stunning human being, and I just stare at her the whole time. I wouldn't even ask her any questions. I might ask her how Ryan Gosling and the kids are, but other than that, I'm just going to have my eyes glued on her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Garrett. Well, Matt, though, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you. Talk, you little man. Thank you. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that great episode of the Snap Podcast, episode nine. Uh, this week, we have we have another tough CAA opponent, uh, William and Mary. Uh, but we're very ready. We have we have a huge chip on our shoulder after two after two losses, but. Uh, we had we had we had some glimpses of greatness in both those games, especially last week, and and I think we're all very excited just to get a win, and then and then be at home again in the Curdome. We're very very excited about that, and and I think the coaches have have been doing a great job of keeping us positive through these two losses, and and then and then our leaders and just all the players are just are just trying to keep everybody positive, and then and then I think we're heading in the right direction uh, for this week and then and then we get into league play uh next week against lehigh and and yeah we're just we're just trying to build from that and just and just be a great football team and then and then great guys on and off the field great players and and yeah thank you red nation go gate and and stay tuned for episode 10 of the snap podcast uh this is your host tucker dunn signing off thank you